0: أَعْوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ حَتَّى until meaning this went on Nuh salam was making the ship and the people kept mocking at him and he didn't get affected by their mocking he just kept working حَتَّى until إِذَا جَاءَ أَمْرُنَا when our command came وَفَارَتْ النُّورِ and the tanur it overflowed فَارَ Yafuru, فَوْر فَاوَوْرَ overflowing of water and at Tanur, what is this Tanur? Tanur is basically the place from where the water started gushing out. Because remember that the people of Nuh Harislam they were destroyed with what? A flood. And that flood was caused by heavy rains as well as water gushing out from the earth. Now Tanur. this was the tanur, this was the location from where the water first started gushing out. And when that happened, Nuh was told from before that when the water starts to gush out of this Tannur, then the punishment has started. So you have to go into the ship and find safety for yourself. Now, what is this Tannur? The scholars have given at least eight different opinions concerning this Tannur. Some said Tannur, a Persian word also in the Indo-Pak, it's used for an oven, a brick oven or a clay oven in which they bake bread. If you ever go to some Indian restaurant over here, or Pakistani restaurant, please make sure you go to the place where they make bread and have a look, take a peek. And you'll see many of them over here. Just so that you have an idea of what a tannur is. It's like a hole, and inside they put bread. So, wafarat tanur. He was told that when the water starts gushing out of this tannur, this particular tannur, that's it, the punishment has started. Others have said tannur is a particular place. A location, Allahu a'lam. Whatever it is, but it was a sign for Nuh a.s. So when the water began to gush out, Qulna we said Ihmil, Nuh, Ihmil, Ihmil meaning load. Hamala is to carry, and to do this action on somebody else means to load on them. So for example, you take a bag, you carry it yourself, and then you put the bag in the car. When you are putting it in the car, when you are making the car carry the bag, what does it mean? You are loading it. So Kunna we said, إحمل فيها, load in it, meaning in the ship, من kullin, from every, meaning every type of creature, load in the ship every type of creature, but from every type of creature زوجين, the two زوج, the two of the pairs. How many will they be? إثنيني, they will be two. Which ones are they? The male and the female. So load on the ship from every creature two mates. Meaning male and female. Now what kind of creatures existed at that time? Allahu a'lam. When people tell the story to children, they will say, and he put two giraffes, and he put two lions, and he put two cheetahs, and he put two elephants. You don't know if elephants existed at that time or not. So don't say that he actually put elephants in the ship. Alright? And also, some scholars, they said that this flood, it came over the entire earth. And others said that it didn't come over the entire earth. It was just concentrated on the place where these people were. Because what was the point of this flood overtaking the entire earth? When there was only this community living on the earth at that time. And how much of the earth could they be inhabiting? And come on, if Nuh was told to go and find animals male and female, from 5,000 miles away. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. So remember that he was told to load on the ship two animals. Which animals? Those that were there, and those that he was able to find, and those that he was capable of putting into the ship. So, قُلْ نَحْمَلْ فِيهَا مِنْ كُلِّنْ زَوْجَيْنِ إِثْنَيْنِ So firstly, two mates of every creature. Secondly, you also load onto the ship who wa ahlak and your family, your family members also, your children, your family. Illa except not all of your family members. Illa except who are you going to leave out? Who are you not going to ask to go in the ship? sabaqa alayhi qawl those on whom the word has already been preceded. What does that mean? Meaning those about whom it has already been said that they will not believe. Remember Nuh was told earlier that now no one is going to believe from your nation. So do not be distressed. His wife and his son, they were not believers. Some say that they did claim to have iman, but they were like munafiqeen. They accepted just on the outward because they were family. But in their heart, they didn't really go with Nuh Their loyalties were with who? Their idols and their people, their friends. So Nuh is told over here, إِلَّا مَنْ سَبَقَ عَلَيْهِ الْقَوْلِ From your family, you cannot send those people on the ship who have not believed. Woman, آمَنْ And thirdly, who should be sent on the ship? Those people who have believed in you. Allah says, وَمَا آمَنَ مَعَهُ إِلَّا قَلِيلٌ And none believed in him except a few. Meaning very few people believed in Nuh ﷺ at that time. Very few. Imagine for 950 years, it is said that he had about maybe 80 or something followers. Less than 100. How painful that must have been for him. وَمَا آمَنُ مَعَهُ illa قَلِيلٌ But this was so beneficial for the Prophet ﷺ to know because remember in Mecca, very few people had believed in him. Majority of the people had rejected him. So to know that, okay, Nuh a.s., few people had believed in him also, you know, that kind of gave him the boost that it's okay. And Nuh a.s. said to the people when he was loading them on the ship, Irkabu embark فِيهَا in it, meaning in this ship, bismillahi, in the name of Allah. Meaning as you step in, as you board the ship, Say Bismillah. Board it in the name of Allah. Bismillahi. Majreha. Bismillahi. In the name of Allah is Majreha, its course. Wa and its anchorage. Majre is from the root letters. Jim Same root as the word tajri. It runs, it flows. So Majre. Is its course, meaning its time of sailing, when it's sailing, when it's flowing on the water. So in the name of Allah, basically it will sail. Wa mursaha. is from the root letters Rasin Wow. Rusu. What does Rusu mean? Rasiyat. What are rasiyat? Mountains. Rusu is basically the anchorage of a ship. You know the anchor? When a ship has to park, the captain cannot just you know take it off to the side and leave it there. Because what's going to happen? As the waves, as the water moves, the ship is going to drift away. So what do they do? To keep the ship in place, they put a heavy anchor in the water which is tied to the ship so the ship does not sail off. So mursaha It's anchorage meaning it's stopping, wherever it will stop. The place, the time when it will stop. So in the name of Allah, we begin this journey. In the name of Allah, this ship will sail, and in the name of Allah, it will come to a stop. Inna Rabbi la Indeed, my Lord is surely forgiving and merciful. Did you notice something in this ayah? The words majreeha wa in particular majreeha. You don't read it as majriha or majraha. Huh? It's majreeha, and this is a very unusual sound, which you don't really hear in the Quran. Either you have alif or you have ya. You don't have anything in the middle. But remember that in other qiraat, it is quite common. Okay, And uh, this is called imalah. This way of pronunciation, it's called what? Imalah. And this shows that the Qur'an was orally transmitted. And it shows the importance of learning the Qur'an how? By listening. Not just reading, but by listening. Now in the sayah, what do we see? Nuh is telling the people to say this du'a when boarding the ship. So this teaches us that whenever we go on any means of transportation, what should we do? Mention the name of Allah first. Whether it's a car or an airplane or a ship or a canoe, whatever it is. Summer is here. So whenever you go on anything like this, what should you do? Mention the name of Allah first. That in the name of Allah, it will sail, it will move, and in the name of Allah, it will stop. And this du'a in particular, it should be read when you're going on any ship or boat or something like that on water. And what's the du'a for other means of transportation? What is it? Say it out loud. Good, mashallah. Washiyatajribihim, and it was sailing with them. Fi mojin in waves. Moj is a wave. So the ship now it started sailing. Imagine how much water must have gushed out, and how much water must have fallen from the sky. So the ship it started moving. It started sailing, and it started sailing in waves through waves that were kaljibah like mountains. Generally, waves are not that tall. They're not that high. How high are they? Just a little bit. You see the water coming, and then it just goes back. But this was waves as high as mountains. Just imagine how much water there must have been. نُوحٌ And at that time Nuh a.s. called out ابنه to his son. وَكَانَ And his son was في مَعْزِل In a ma'zil. What is ma'zil? Ma'zil is from the root that is Za'ilam, it is Al Makan Al meaning a place that is secluded. So he was in a place of seclusion. In other words, he was separate from Nuh. A.s. He was not with Nuh, a.s. neither in place nor in his aqidah, nor in his faith. He wasn't with his father. He was separate from his father. He used to keep away from his father. He didn't want to do what his father was telling him. He avoided his father. And even now, he didn't board the ship. He was away. So, Nuh, when he saw him, he called out to him. He said, Ya Bunaya, O oh my son, ilkhab ma'ana. Come, embark the ship with us. Walatakum ma'al kafirin. And do not be of those who disbelieve. Come on, believe. Board the ship. Save yourself. Qala. He said, meaning the sun said, Saawi ila jabalin. I will take refuge in the mountain. I will go up to the mountain and I'll be fine. Don't worry about me, Dad. I'll be fine. I'll just go up to the mountain, I'll be okay. min al ma, It will save me from the water. I'll go to the top of the mountain and the water will be below me. I'll survive. Don't worry about me. قَالَ Nuh عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ لَا عَاصِمَ الْيَوْمِ لا, not, عاصم, any protector, اليوم today. Meaning today no one can save you, no one can protect you min أمر الله, from the command of Allah. Meaning if someone is out of the ship today, they're not gonna survive. No one is gonna save you from the command of Allah. إِلَّا marhim, Except those whom He is merciful upon. And who are those whom Allah will be merciful upon? Those who are in the ship, who have listened to Nuh ﷺ. And while this conversation was going on, wahala, And it intervened. It came in the middle. حول, to intervene. It just intervened. بينهما, between them two. Between father and son. أَلْمَوْجُ A huge wave like a mountain. min al And he was of those who drowned. The son of Nuh alayhisalam drowned. He didn't survive. He was punished along with the rest of the people. Even though he was who? The son of a prophet. And his father is calling him. But yet he didn't survive. Because the good deeds of someone else cannot benefit us. The righteousness of another individual, no matter how they're related to us, cannot benefit us. We have to do something ourselves. We have to believe ourselves. We have to want guidance. Seek guidance. Take the effort to receive it ourselves. If we don't do it ourselves, the righteousness of others is not going to benefit us. It cannot help us. No matter how they're related to us. This is why the Prophet when he called his close family members, what did he say? Take whatever you want from me. Now, in this world, I will not be able to help you that day. You have to believe yourself. You have to seek Allah, His protection, yourself. al-muqrakin. It is said that the son of Nuh he didn't claim to be a kafir, meaning he didn't outwardly disbelieve and oppose his father. But in his heart he had kufr. His loyalties were with his people. He didn't want to leave his friends. He didn't want to leave his peers. He didn't want to be different from them. He wanted to remain with his people. So what do we see? This same, this love for His people, it drowned Him. It caused Him to suffer. Now many times it happens that there are those around us, there are things around us, there are people around us who are preventing us from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from obeying Him. But we're not willing to give them up. We're not willing to leave them. But remember, that anything that we hold on to today, anyone, any relationship, any individual, anything at all, that we hold on to today, at the time of death, what's gonna happen? بِهِمُ الْأَسْبَابِ All relations will be cut off. The same people who love you, they're gonna go bury you. The same people who love you are gonna distribute your money. And then you will be by yourself, all alone. You will have to respond to مُنْكَرْ yourself. Your mom is not gonna help you at that time. Your dad is not going to help you. Your children are not going to help you. Your friends are not going to help you. Nobody is going to help us. So what is necessary? That we realize whose friendship is truly beneficial. That friendship which is with Allah. With others for the sake of Allah. Also we see over here that al مَعْمَنْ ahabba, A person will be with those whom he loves. The son, even though he was a son of the Prophet of Allah, he didn't really love his father because if he truly loved him, he would have listened to him. But his end was with who? Those whom he loved, those who were like him. Waqila, and it was said, Ya Ardu, O earth, O land, ibla'i swallow, take in ibla'i from bala'main. Balun is to drink, to swallow. So the earth was told. Swallow, take in, absorb, what? Ma'aki, your water, meaning the water that is on you. The water that came out of you. Take it in, absorb it. Waya sama, and O sky, aqli'i. Become still, stop, withhold. Aqli'i is from the root letters qaf lam ain. And it is basically to stop what one is doing. So the sky was constantly pouring down water. I mean, rain clouds, constantly water falling down from them. But then the sky was told, stop. The rain clouds are told, stop. Withhold your rain. Don't shower anymore. <inaudible> so the earth is told, take down your water, and the sky is told, stop raining. Now the earth and the sky both are very obedient to Allah. So what happened immediately? They obeyed. <inaudible> And the water, it subsided. Ghidah. From the root letters, غَيْنْ ya daad. What does that mean? To shrink, to reduce. Ghid is basically to diminish. You know when something is big and gradually, 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 what happens? It shrinks, becomes small, and then it disappears. So the ghid of ma into the earth, what does it mean? There's a lot of water, and then gradually it disappears. How does it disappear? it's absorbed by the earth like you see a lot of snow sitting on the ground then what happens sometimes 3 feet of snow where does it go do you pick it up and put it in you know big dumpsters or something and send it off somewhere no it stays in your backyard but then eventually it melts and it disappears into the earth so wa ma the water subsided wa al amr and the matter was concluded. It was accomplished. What matter? Of decision between people. In the sense that those who were to be punished, they were punished, and those who were to survive, they survived. Wastawat and it settled. Wastawat and it settled. Sinwawiya. Istawa one meaning is to rise and another mean is to settle. So wastawat, it settled the ship al Judi on the Mount Judy. Now think about it. If the ship is settling on a mountain, what does that tell you about the level of the water? What does that tell you? Is it a little bit of water, a few feet of water? No. It must have been really, really high. Perhaps, I mean, typically a mountain is how tall? Is it just a few meters? It's at least like a kilometer or two or something like that. Now think about it al-Judi. The water is disappearing into the earth and the ship, it settled on the mountain. عَلَى judi Waqila, And it was said, Away with the wrongdoing people. Meaning, may they be cursed. Away, far from Allah's mercy. I have a question for you. Why do you think the ship was made to settle on the mountain? Think about it logically so that the people can see basically what's down there, okay? So that you can have a better view of what has happened and what needs to be done. Because when you are high somewhere and you can look down, then you have a better idea of what you should do. Okay, neat point. That the sun said, I will go on the mountain and I'll be saved. But Nuh said, no one shall be saved except those whom Allah has mercy on. So these were the people whom Allah had mercy on. And yes, they were On the mountain and Allah saved them because He saved them. But why did the ship settle on the mountain? Why not simply on ground level? Yes, think about it. There was so much water and then it just, it was followed by the earth. Think about that earth. How would that be? Muddy and slushy. And after a flood, when the water disappears, when the water goes away, every place is what? A hazard zone. Isn't it? It's a hazard zone. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept them safe by making the ship settle on the mountain so that they could come out of the ship and walk around a little bit and just wait for things to get better and gradually go down and make their new life again. So it was for their safety and well-being also. So وَاسْتَوَذْ عَلَى الْجُودِي وَقِيلَ بُعْدَ لِلْقَوْمِ الْطَالِمِينَ وَنَادَ نُوحًا رَبَّهُ نُوحًا He called out to his Lord. فَقَالَ So he said, Rabbi, O oh my Lord, Inna indeed, ibni my son, min ahlī he was from my family. Wa inna الْحَقِّ And indeed your promise is true. You said that I should admit my family, I should board them onto the ship. But my son drowned. Wa anta aḥkamul I don't have any objection against your decision, for you are the best of the judges. But my son was from my family. He was a father, right? Qāla Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, اَوْ نُوحْ إِنَّهُ لَيْسَ مِنْ أَهْلِكَ He was not from your family. Don't say he was your son. He was not from your family. He may have been your biological child, but إِنَّهُ عَمَلٌ غَيْرُ صالح. Indeed, he was amal, meaning someone who did amal that were غَيْرُ صَالِحٌ that were not good. So عَمَلٌ غَيْرُ صالح means he was ذُو عَمَلٌ غَيْرُ صَالِحٌ He was someone who would perform actions that were not salih." Yes, on the surface he may have shown Iman to you, but in his heart it was disbelief. He was a hypocrite. He was not a sincere believer. تسألني, so do not ask me علم, about that which you have no knowledge of. I advise you, admonish you, lest you be of those who are ignorant. Meaning, your son died before you. It's clear. He was of the people who were to be punished. And that tells you his reality. So when you know his reality, even though you may have not been aware of it before, but with his death, with his drowning, you got to know who he really was. So don't ask me about him. Don't ask me about this person. Because he was not really your son. What do we see here? That There cannot remain any relationship between a believer and a non-believer. Even if there is blood relationship, it doesn't continue. In this world, okay. But in the hereafter, no. Father and son, if they're on different faiths, on the day of judgment, they will not be father and son. The father will not even look at the son. The son will not even look at the father. True relationship, lasting relationship is with what? it is with Iman. So if you love your family, if you love your friends, and if you want to be with them forever and ever, stay on Iman. Take care of your Iman. You know, there was a companion who used to help the Prophet ﷺ. You know, he would take the night duty, basically, which was that he would bring the water for the Prophet ﷺ for wudu. So one day the Prophet ﷺ said to him, Ask me, what do you want? I can give you. And he said, I just want to be with you in Jannah. I want your companionship. So the Prophet said, okay, then help me by increasing your sujood. Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even more so that we can be together in the hereafter. So if you love somebody, you want to be with them, take care of your iman and take care of their iman. In Jannah, when family members will be in different levels mother is here, father is there, daughter is there, son is there. I mean, the whole family is dispersed in Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will join the family together, unite them. Where? The highest level. The highest level that any of those family members has attained. He will unite them. He will bring them together. But if iman is neglected, then these relationships will come to an end. قَالَ Rabbi. Nuh said, "O oh my Lord, inni I seek refuge with you and asallaka that I ask you ma bihi لي that which I have no knowledge of. And if you don't forgive me and have mercy on me, I will be of the losers. Meaning, Ya Allah, forgive me, for I asked you something that I should not have asked. Nuh was a human being, right? He made a mistake by making this request, but." Look at how quickly he repented. Look at how quickly he turned back to Allah. Adam Didn't he say something similar? رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ. قِيلَ يَا نُوح. It was said, o Nuh, Get down, meaning from the ship. بِسَلَامٍ With salam, peace, security. minna from us, meaning our security is with you. وَبَرَكَاتٍ And blessings that will endure. On you. Peace and blessings be on you. Wa ala umamin. And also on the communities. Mimman. That will come out from whom? Those who are maraka with you. Salam. Blessings on you. And salam. Blessings on those who are with you. And the communities that will come from you and from the people who are with you. Meaning your generations to come later. Wa umamun. But there will also come some generations, some people, some communities, from you. سَنُمَتِّعُهُمْ We will benefit them. أليم, then a painful punishment is going to touch them from us. So what do we see here? That Nuh ﷺ became Adam الثاني. Now all the people that came on the earth come from whose children? The children of Nuh ﷺ and those who were with him. And Allah ta'ala made it clear. Peace and blessings be on you and the people who will come after you, but remember there will be people who will benefit in this life, who will enjoy, but eventually they'll be punished. Amba il Ghayb. This is from the news of the unseen, Nuhiha ilayk. We reveal it to you, O Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ma anta, you did not know it. قومك, nor your people. You didn't know the story, this news, and your nation didn't know about it either. Min Before this. People had no true account of what happened to Nuh a.s. and his people. muttaqeen. So be patient. Indeed, the best outcome is for the righteous. Now what does this ayah tell us? That the true account is found where? In the Qur'an. So learn the story of the Prophet Nuh a.s. from where? from the Qur'an and not movies. Because if you start taking the sacred knowledge from movies, I'm sorry, you'll be misinformed. Think about what's in this story and think about what's shown in movies. There's a huge difference. The Prophet is taught a lesson. Be patient. Indeed, the best outcome is for who? Those who fear Allah. Because the Prophet was going through a very difficult time, right? So he's advised through the story that look, Nuh ﷺ, he endured for 950 years. But at the end, who was victorious? He was victorious. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. <laughs>
1: احمل فيها من كل زوجين اثنين واهلك الا من سبق عليهم <تصفيق> القول ومن امن وما ابو فيها بسم الله مجراها ومرساها ان ربي لغفور رحيم وهي تجري بهم في موج كالجبال ونادى نوح ابنه وكان في معزله يا بني اركب يا بني اركم معنا ولا تكن مع الكافرين قال ساوي الى جبل يعصمني من الماء قال لا عاصم اليوم من امر الله الا من رحم وَحَالَ بينهما الْمَوْجُ فَكَانَ مِنَ الْمُغْرَقِينَ وَقِيلَ يَا أَرْضُ بِلَعِي مَاءَكِ وَيَا سَمَاءُ أَطْلِعِي وَغِيْضَ الْمَاءُ وَقُضِيَ الْأَمْرُ وَاسْتَوَتْ عَلَى الْجُوْدِي وقيل بعذل للقوم الظالمين ونادى نوح الربه فقال رب إن نبني من أهلي وإن وعدك الحق وإن وعدك الحق وأنت أحكم الحاكمين قَالَ يَا نُوحُ إِنَّهُ لَيْسَ مِنْ أَهْلِكَ إِنَّهُ عَمَلٌ غَيْرُ صَالِحٍ فَلَا تَسْأَلْنِي مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٌ إِنِّي أَعِظُكَ أَنْ تَكُونَ مِنَ الْجَاهِلِينَ قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي من مَعَكَ وَأُمَّمٌ سَنُمَتِعُهُمْ ثُمَّ يَمَسُّهُمْ مِنَ عَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ تِلْكَ مِنْ أَبَائِ الْغَيْبِ نُوحِهَا قبل هذا فصبر إن العاقبة
0: للمتقين. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد والله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب السلام عليكم ورحمة الله